Welcome to Fearless. I'm Jolie. I'm Claire. And we are Fearless. Fearless. Yay. <laughs> episode okay. one. Yay. Episode one. And as you guys can tell, we are not well rehearsed at this yet. So everybody bear <laughs> with us. Today we are going to talk about fears as kind of the irony of being fearless because Julie and I are so weird and <laughs> are not afraid of so many things, but, but there are some things that we are that maybe are not as normal as other people. So what were your first fears? Did you have one? So my, my fear um, that right now is that doing, doing this uh, video, that was my fear. <laughs> What was it? I love that. Uh, that's a valid fear. What was it that made you freaked out? Uh, freaked out was um, that people would think that I was stupid and ugly. <laughs> Those are, that was my fear of doing this um, podcast and uh, doing it alone because we, we've been talking about doing this um, having me do a podcast by myself for about a month now yeah, and at least. Um, yeah and I've been putting it off and finally talked to you and Wait, you um, you telling I, I was telling you that hey I'm I'm super nervous and afraid of doing this podcast um, and you told me Thank you for telling me that because you said that you thought it was because of you. Yeah. What my fear, right, is self-worthiness. Am I, what, are they mad at me? My friends yeah. like me? Yeah. And me voicing good enough? <laughs> Which you are. And, <laughs> and you're so tech-snabby, tech savvy, and um got on doing everything and setting up the um youtube channel and um what else the paypal and all of that stuff patreon and had yeah by the way patreon.com backslash fearless jolie if you guys want to support the channel there we go free plug there yes. we go. so you had set that all up for me but i was um so so scared to to do it and um when I talked to you you came back to me a couple days later and you're like how about we do it together and okay. that was uh, such a relief to me to have um my friend do something with me uh and that that helped my fear that that eased do you think eased it. yeah do you think that it's easy. I mean, it's probably just something like ingrained in us from even like elementary school age, because like there's just what there's strength in numbers basically, but also like just, it's easier to look like an asshole if there's two of you doing it. <laughs> it's all, yes. It's always have a better time. I mean, it is right. Time. It's like, yeah, no, no, we don't look like assholes. Come join yes. the cool group. <laughs> yeah and a yeah. partner in crime somebody to um bounce ideas totally. off of too and not just um me being here stuck by myself um well yeah and scarier just to be talking to like it feels less organic when you're 
when you're talking to a camera by yourself too, without anybody's feedback. Like I look at some of the people that do that and I'm like, how do you feel normal? Like you're holding your camera, they're going, you know, so yeah, that makes sense to me. That's a big one. Um, what else? So making, feeling stupid, not looking beautiful. is just like unrealistic for you, but feel your feels girl. Well, yeah, I, 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 I talked to my counselor um, uh, uh, on Thursday about this and told him about, you know, my, my fear. And he's like, well, what are you afraid of? And I told him, you know, um, not feeling like I, people were going to think that I was smart, not feeling smart and um, being ugly. Um, and he's like, are you so what you're saying Those is that you're so silly, but carry on. Yeah, yeah, but he's like, so you're what you're saying is you're stupid and ugly, and I'm like, oh, well, no, but <laughs> and he, don't he, talk about me like that. <laughs> um, I love him; he's amazing and blunt, and that's exactly <laughs> no, that's a great counselor. That's somebody who's counselor. reflecting back to you. Yeah, yeah, but and he was telling me he's like, there's you know, there's a study where they have all these doctors, super surgeons, super successful, and they go to the seminar and write down these you know things that um, you're good at and things that you're not, and he's like. They just have pages of stuff that they're not good at. Like I'm, yeah. I'm um, a bad husband. I have a small penis. I um, have terrible uh, handwriting. I'm a surgeon. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I, well, I thought I was smart, but Joe and Bob and Smith, they're so smarter than me. So maybe I'm not smart. And then they just have these like only a couple of like uh, what I'm what good at. What they feel so, super strong in. He, yeah and he's like so it's he's like it's everybody not you know just not your average average person it's these also successful amazing um people too that have these fears too so mm. um these fears are valid but um here we are but not based them. in reality and here we are yay, yay yeah. overcoming fears yay, yay, yay. yes i so, love it so much uh yeah, I was trying to think of what freaked like normal people out and what freaks me out. And I feel like normal, we'll put that in quotes, right? The mm -hmm. average bear. Um, it's so many of those like don't apply to us, like jumping out of airplanes mm -hmm. or off tall things. Um, most of the time looking like an asshole doesn't bother either of us. No. No, no. But maybe it's not on such a grand stage, right? Or the possibility. Right now we're at zero subscribers, so we're pretty safe. But like, um, but like on a if this were to go big, and if this were to be something successful, to have everyone's eyes looking at you, and this is such a personal thing. This isn't like rehearsed, and and so this is just us two friends talking about some really personal stuff, and so it's a lot more exposing. And I was thinking about what would what would upset me or what I'd be afraid of. And honestly, I was thinking, I'm pretty tough. And then, like, that's a total lie. <laughs> no, I'm a huge wimp. And, like, especially with mean words. Because still, at 40 years old, I'm shocked when people are needlessly cruel to me. Like, truly taken aback needlessly oh, yeah. cruel people i'm afraid of 
because they're unpredictable because my like people pleaser brain goes into a place of make everybody feel okay in this situation make everybody's feelings okay make everybody's hearts okay make sure everybody feels emotionally healed like I feel like that's like who I am as a person so someone who is needlessly cruel and attacks so my fear about doing this was mean comments I was like (laughs) I know that I can get a thousand good reviews on something and that one mean thing will not only stick in my mind for weeks but it will be months and years to come I will remember the one mean thing I will not remember a single kind word Maybe maybe one kind word. Maybe I'll remember them, but they seem flippantly given. And so then I'm like, it's the negatives that stick with me. I think that's also like something about you and I about being harsh critics, but those are like fears for me. And I'm like, what does that do? People say mean shit just because. They do. They never think about it again. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It never crosses their mind again. Whereas. Saying it to them is nothing, but hearing it is everything. Everything. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, what would it do to us at 40 and whatever years old? Like, what would that, what, what world does that affect you? Like in your actual day to day, nothing, but it would affect us both deeply. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Just shock and terror. (laughs) And that's, yeah, I hope, I hope. Um, people are kind and um, try to keep their mean comments to themselves. You know, if you don't, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say. Anything. We're gonna turn the fucking comments off. <laughs> yes, that's how this is gonna go. <laughs> because if you have I, nothing nice to say, we're turning the comments off. That's how uh, this is going. Yes. <laughs> I think we both expressed ourselves clearly here. <laughs> I love it. As for like. Uh, what your counselor was saying though too and about like self-talk and that that affecting you like do you think that you I mean we were kind of joking afterwards about like how dare you say that about me but did you does any part of you feel like after you hear yourself say like I'm not beautiful or I might not be smart or any of those things do you feel personally like oh wait no that's do you feel yourself self-correcting or do you feel like that's more true I feel I feel myself uh, more self-correcting because um, too I would I would never say that to anybody because um, I wouldn't no. want to hurt anybody and there's no way that those words would come out of my mouth. Um, so no. <laughs> why why would I say those things to me? And mm-hmm. um, you know I'm, I I feel like I'm not stupid. I'm always trying new things. Um, I'm not book smart, but. Um, I definitely um, am, am smarter in other ways. <laughs> not not very um, savvy with my words, but I so disagree. A, <laughs> I think you're smart and you're funny as fuck, and <laughs> I think that part of like like those things, those narratives we tell ourselves, like I'm not book smart, or like that little you know we put ourselves in these boxes, right? <laughs> Jolie, is there anything in your life that you have set out to do that you haven't done? No. Is there any <laughs> test in your life when you went to get licensed to do something that you failed at? No. 
I'm, I may not. Ha- I don't what book don't. are you talking about? <laughs> what book is this that you're not smart at? Which one? That, that definitely no. I'm not. I, I guess it's because, hey, I passed. Okay. I didn't have the highest score, but I do pass. Whoa, I whoa, do. whoa, whoa. Nobody except fifth graders look at your percentage scores. Nobody asks you, did you get an A or a C on something? Did you pass? Did you pass? That's all that matters. I know. But I think, I think, you know. uh, The rest is fluff for your ego. Well, I think that's a side too, is like you have to get A's, A's, A's. But um, in real life, I don't know with me. No, I passed. I passed freaking went through it and I passed so that's that's it I, I, it should yeah, be and that is that is it and that is successful I feel like everything past that is for like saying you're at the top of your class or you were valedictorian or whatever it's amazing that we yeah very 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 impressive right but like not actually um like based in reality or super crazy important like to us like past that grade you know past grade school or even high school you know what I mean like yeah yeah kind of drop that in college too you're like did I pass cool I got the credits moving on (laughs) yeah I'm never doing that again whatever mythology thanks Greek mythology (laughs) gonna use you twice more in my life (laughs) yeah I I actually now that I say that I just told Misty the story of Narcissus like the actual narcissist. And I was like, Oh my God. Like I was feeling myself that day. I was like, you remembered that from college mythology. <laughs> Amen. It's stuck. It's stuck. I remember about the narcissistic guy who fell in love with his own reflection. <laughs> Amazing that I remembered that one. <laughs> Uh, maybe because we've also dealt with it. Yeah, <laughs> you think? Yeah, that was a little. I think that was it. Yeah, which I yeah. I guess so. When I was thinking about my own fears, and I guess that's like I was watching something last night, and I was like, "Oh, that is my fear," which is funny because of what we're doing now. So my fear is not being able to communicate. My biggest fear. Okay. Not being able to communicate. I I don't, I don't, is it not being able to communicate or not being understood? Because you can communicate. Yeah. <laughs> Both not being like seen, heard, I guess like everything that falls under that category, right? Like, so not commun, not being able to communicate. Like I was watching something where like there was a, a nonverbal, like, a guy who was in a wheelchair that could, he, he used to be able to communicate. He had a stroke and he couldn't vocalize words anymore. And I was like, that's my nightmare. Like, that's my fear. Like having all of the, having a completely active, beautiful, incredible brain and no way to say what I needed to say or like to communicate my feelings. So, but it would, it's just as bad, right? Like, um, being able to have the words and looking at people around you who are incapable of hearing them, seeing you, understanding you, that it's just the same thing. Same right. thing. 
yeah yeah i see that like even though even though he can verbally communicate um even if people can hear you they still don't understand you yeah that's a big fear i mean i felt like that when i traveled a lot um and moving to south america i remember sitting in buenos aires like surrounded by you know six 12 million people however many people live there and not being able to speak the language and feeling utterly alone in one of the biggest cities in the world and being like this is a unique feeling right i'm surrounded by young beautiful people i was in my 20s i should have been able to communicate with everyone around me but because i didn't speak the language it wasn't i was alone so yeah maybe that's the root of that fear right it's more being alone that not being able to be seen be heard be understood those are big fears and what that means like would it be ruinous you know like I think I'm like you we're pretty self-entertained people we can fill the space right like yeah but whether or not is that what do you think is that relate to any of your fears um not being understood not um, yeah, or not being able to communicate, not being seen, heard, or are oh, you yeah, not afraid absolutely. of that? No, a- absolutely. Like even you know, being a a, a marriage and and losing and losing that that um, not being seen and heard. You know mm. that 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 was uh, rough, and so yeah, that's a fear. I don't want to. Um, go through that again with uh any future partners and and, and any partners even friends like yeah even friends they so much worse when it's your girlfriend yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i feel like that's backward sexist of me to say but totally like i'm like when a man derps out i'm like yeah your brain's not there so like (laughs) it's not your fault it's not the your penis. Fault. It's, not your it's, fault. The, it's the through, penis. Through a midlife crisis. It's it not got your in fault. your way. We, <laughs> yes. we get it. Like, But one of my girlfriends, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I said words. You know yeah. what happened? <laughs> if girlfriends well, don't like connect with me and I feel like, I'm like, you didn't understand me? Like, oh. <gasps> shock surprise like it's more hurtful to me if i'm not seen and heard by my girlfriends but yeah a partner equally is is hurtful too yeah yeah i think Mm -hmm. uh, well and i think sometimes um like with the girlfriends i think maybe maybe that's your on different paths at that time if you're keep having those um trying to have conversations and they're just you're not you're not getting yeah you're not flowing then it's um awkward you know, uh, yeah o- awkward and t- and um you know that that sh- that chapter of that friendship has maybe passed and you're on different different vibes and different um paths now and um do you do you think that there's a fear that you have overcome just with like getting older cuz that's like definitely one of mine like I used to be, I know you've never been afraid of awkwardness. Like yeah. you've always leaned in hard to like awkward <laughs> moments. Whereas I'm like, I, 
I'm such a dork that I know I've been at parties and be like, okay, like. <laughs> no, I can I... feel the heat rising to my cheeks. Look at my Irish reaction. <laughs> like it just like, I just the thought of being awkward made my cheeks blush. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I, it's so I always like, like, that's it. I liked, I know, I always, I enjoyed, I, those, those didn't scare me. You thrive in awkward yeah. moments. Yeah. Yeah, I feel. And being, being around people I don't know doesn't, doesn't bother me. I'll go talk to anybody and everybody. Um, so I don't, I yeah. don't, I don't mind, I don't, I don't mind looking like a dork in those situations, I guess. Cause we're I don't all, think it- yeah, I don't know if it was looking outwardly like a dork for me. It was more like not I'm looking embarrassed like for you people. <laughs> I'm very I'm such an empath that I can feel how you have just fucked up that situation. <laughs> and I now feel it in my bones and I am awkward for you. Like that is like Ah, like I heard you say that. I feel it. Oh. <laughs> Don't say it anymore. You know, like oh my god, stop it. See, and I like I like those people when people make awkward. Uh, awkward I know you awkward. do. I do because I'm like oh again weirdo. They're, they're freaking human. That's what that's what we're supposed to do. Go yes, ahead. But relishing, I like relishing in that is like. That is such a unique uh, quality. You're so blessed in that way. Yeah, I I do. I do. I I'm thankful that I have that. We're yeah, um, I'm very. We're all human. We're all gonna say stupid things and do stupid things, and I think that's <laughs> what is enjoyable. Um, you know, the unperfect. I like. Yeah. I like um, a quick outtake for anybody who does listen to this is that I remember Jolie telling me once not to tell a friend that she had toilet paper coming off of her <laughs> shoe because that was the shit you could use against them for the rest of your life. You told strangers, you tell strangers, but you never <laughs> tell a friend. You never tell a friend. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my earliest memories of you, Jolie. And I was like, wow, ruthless. Ruthless. You check every part of your body before you go out in public with this girl. I will, mouth, I, my eyes, what's hanging off of me, check because she is not gonna fucking tell you. She is I going to laugh not, near you. And not so you can see me so you didn't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so everybody else would laugh. I, I deeply did. appreciate that about you, though, because it's a, a joy in life and you it's never at someone else's like to hurt someone. It's always not, just not the joy of flawed humanity. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I enjoy yeah. that about you. Because if I, it was there... ever cruel, I would hate it about you. But I don't think it's no. cruel. I think it's just your joy at life. <laughs> Yeah, and it wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't to hurt anybody, and nobody's feelings are getting hurt. But yeah, no. there, there, there was a lady that came out of the the movie bathroom one time, and she had the, you know, the hat that the what is what are those things called? The hat that goes around the toilet. Um, the protector. oh god, and it was I like that you call it her. a hat. I've never heard it called that before. That yeah, is a I little hat. Remember, I, 
like a toilet seat protector. I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 I like that you called it a hat, though. A toilet hat. Toilet hat. A little potty hat. A little potty cap. So she had it stuck in her up in her in her dress, and that, I was like, oh, just, "That is huge." Yeah. How do you like, not oh, notice? Let that? me take that for you. She's like, "Oh, thank you so much." I'm like, oh. oh, I was like, I was like, "You're lucky we're not friends because if you're my friend, I would have just let you fuck this up for yourself." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yes, like strangers, I would not let that happen. But my friends, oh yes. <laughs> I mean, and that's something that you don't have either. Is like if if you had walked out with that thing attached to you, right? Little yeah. little potty cap. If you had walked out with that thing attached to you, and we had all laughed at you, you would not have been embarrassed. You would have laughed at no. yourself <laughs> and probably thrown it at our head, like. <laughs> Like, fuck you <laughs> now you have my pee germs on your face haha <laughs> um yeah like <laughs> this stuff happens that's why like, so that is not one of your fears is like looking no. locally looking <laughs> stupid is fine yes looking looking stupid is not locally is not is not is not yeah. my fear <laughs> <laughs> i i I am okay with that. Um, but yeah, just um, fear, the, the, my fear is the people listening to me and thinking that, oh, she's, she's stupid. She doesn't know what she's talking about. But I got to get over that fear. And... Who the fuck does? Right. Let me put that out there. Like, yeah. who the fuck knows what they're talking about? I would really like to know these people. Like, I, I know obviously there's like, professionals and experts in their fields right but yeah. like but like most of us when we get to like let's just say past 30 we kind of like pick up knowledge like where we're who we're surrounded by right like our friends our family job experience like life experience the stupid men we date all of the like you know like all of this we're like little sponges right so like, unless you're going to school for a doctorate. And then, like, even the doctors you were saying from that. Yeah. Like, even those, they're so specific on their knowledge. Their field of knowledge is, like, here, right? Yeah. And so, like, I feel like I am, by nature, a super curious person. Oh, you are. you know. Like, <laughs> and so I go down rabbit holes. So I have pointless amounts of knowledge. Pointless. Love, love it. I love it. of knowledge in certain like avenues, right? But then like that's where that ends. <laughs> I spent like six months researching how to make the perfect pizza crust. And I love that. I love that yeah. you did that. I mastered it and moved the fuck on. Now like I do not remember that recipe. I have it written down somewhere. <laughs> But I was like, okay, done. Moving on. Now North Korea. Like, like seriously, like that's my brain. It's weird. Uh, but it's not like, weird. It's magical. I love your brain, and I love I love all the stuff that you do. I do this like um, the the silk um, what were silk painting, silk painting, um, horse training. Like photography, yeah. gosh, what is all, what are all the things that you have have tried? Like, yeah, lots of weird ass shit. 
Yes. And I, <laughs> I, and I love that. And I, and that's what I, and at, uh, about our, our friend group too, is, um, how, how just amazing they are and, and so willing to try things and being fearless. Um, yeah. And not and not afraid to 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 fail, and um, which yes. a lot of people are af- so afraid to fail, and so they don't even try, which is failure. Um, yes, and you and I have talked a lot about that about um, not being afraid in that way. Like you and I have always been like. I mean, what was it? I heard, I heard somebody describe this recently and I was like, oh yeah, that's accurate. It was motivated, enthusiastic, and stupidly naive. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the way to attack life. Right. And I was like, yeah, that's how I've done most things in my life. (laughs) Super enthusiastic, motivated, and stupidly naive, like about opening businesses, which you and I have both done about like just random career goals about things we've always wanted to do, but we've gone in motivated, enthusiastic and naively like, but it's what got us through it because if we had sat there and focused on the fears of it, we probably would have talked ourselves out of it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, and yeah, our friend me, you, our friends, our good girlfriends, um, which They're very unique uh, in that way, very unique and very unique like, in a lot of ways. Claire, Claire and I have like, what we have, what are our three, three, four girlfriends. We've all known each other for 20, 20 plus years and all just amazing, unique and motivated and yeah. fearless, super fearless. Like, especially when it comes to trying the new, new life paths. Yeah. New life paths, the new New careers. Yes. New careers. And I think that's, um, to me that I feel like that's rare because, um, I meet, meet a lot of people that are, aren't, aren't, um, are fear, are fearful and afraid to, Trying new things because they don't, are afraid of what other people think um, and afraid right. of failing. Um, and isn't that interesting? Like being so, like I know you and I have talked about this before, but like the idea of, like if somebody tells you and I know you can't uh-huh. do that, then everybody better move the fuck out of our way. Yes. Like because then we're motivated. Like, well, you might not think I can do this, but now I'm going to fucking do it just to prove you wrong. Um, but also that whole idea about not only being fearless, but I actually feel bad for some people that are in that little cage of like just being guided and steered by by just other people's opinions or mm-hmm. like, that's sad to me. That makes me sad. Like inside, I'm like, oh, kick your butt, girl. Do it. Do it. Like I know. I just life's life's so short, and I I want to, um, 
I want to make the best out of it. And, and that's why I wanted to do this. Um, these videos was to hopefully help other people, um, become yeah. fearless and, um, challenge challenge themselves to be to be fearless and do things that that scare them and bring them out of their their normal um because life life I think is beautiful that way and mm -hmm. I feel like doing things that put me out of my comfort zone I get the uh, the most out of them like the um they're the most gratifying the best um experiences and um yeah out of out of um over doing things that are uncomfortable to me i and i that's the thing i love this i love back to the you being cool in the awkward space you're like yeah, yeah. I, I, i'm here i like i like here being, for it. i, I, I want to be uncomfortable because to me that's what feels like i'm i'm living growth it's, yeah growth i'm i'm pushing myself um constantly to do things um like like doing this video um and that's why I'm so glad to do it with you because yeah doing it by myself seems so awkward because I was it inorganic yes being yeah. organic and uh because I am not a I don't do a ton of social media and so videotaping myself just seems so unnatural um yeah. this seems so much more fluid yeah. yeah so yeah I can see that um back to that what we were talking about too about the standing still on your path as versus like making steps forward I think that's really important to me and it always has been about um like the Hindus believe basically and I know I've said this to you before but like the Hindus believe that you can be anything and a Hindu right so you can be a Christian Hindu you can be a Buddhist Hindu, you can be a Satanist Hindu, you can be whatever, right? Because they don't care as long as you pick a fucking path, right? Yeah. So yeah. the biggest sin that you can make, basically the biggest um, discredit you can do to life, right? The blessing of life that is given to you in this mm -hmm. short amount of time is not choosing, not choosing a path. Yeah. They don't give a fuck what it is pick a path and move forward. And so the biggest sin that you can do is standing still, not choosing, not which is choosing. in and of itself. Yeah. <laughs> choosing. It's, that is a choice, like not choosing, um, which I think a lot of people are like, let me, let this life happen to me. And you see those people like they're victims, right? Like yes. they look like life is always happening to them. Um, they're never the active participant. Yes. They're never the catalyst, right? And they're like, oh, this is, you know, everything's happening to them. Their career is happening. Their family's happening to them. Everything's happening to them. It's never with them, right? Like, they're never like, oh, I fucked up. Right. It's, yeah. Me. It's all happening at me. Yeah. At These me are the not... people that I look at and I'm like, yikes. Uh, yeah. And that just seems like a, um, uh, not a, not a very fun life to live um no. letting letting life happen to you because it's not this right this is your life and you have a choice not to blame your your surroundings um you know 
you, you have the choice to make it what it is, you know? Right. Um, And even on the things that you don't have the choice of how it is, you are in control of what your perception of how you feel about making the best out of, um, bad situations, trying to, I, I like to look for the silver lining and things. Yes. And I'm optimistic and I like, and I, I feel like if I was not, this life would be so much harder. (laughs) And just so that we don't come off as preachy, because that is definitely not what we're trying to fucking do here. Definitely not. We are both seriously fucking working on this. Oh, oh my God. Seriously. (laughs) Uh, So this is where, why we are in therapy. Yes. (laughs) And why we are deeply fucking flawed human beings. Yes, deeply. Not not judgy, not at all. Like I, I get it. I get I get it. I get why These people are, are like aspirations is to see yes. life with always a silver lining because sometimes we really fucking suck at it. Uh yes, yes. I've 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 yes. <laughs> and just yeah. recently both of us have had spans of depression where we had a really fucking hard time getting out of bed where things were like just not silvery. In fact, they were a muted yeah. gray, pea soup of nothing, boo. So yeah. <laughs> like Yeah, that's why yeah, that's why we're here is to which talk is, about again that. why we Cause... wanted to do the podcast. Yes. Because yes, I, I suffer, you know, suffer with depression and, um, you know, going yes. through divorce and um, um, what I've done to, you know, I've been on on the floor, you know, drank myself stupid all, a whole weekend away, crying on the ground, um, you know, crying yeah. in the carpet, like no, this, yes, yeah. <laughs> but pulling yeah. myself out because I can't I won't do that but but yeah. been there and go still going through it and so want mm-hmm. to we want to want to help people um so through our, our by sharing our journey, this yeah by sharing, by sharing like what we've done to um help help you know to make to make better of the situation and um I I will say that Claire and I, because of my divorce, our friendship has become so, so amazing these last two years. Like, I feel really blessed. So, so blessed to, um, I've, God, there's, I think there's days that I would call, call you like four times, like, um, just to, to hear your voice and help me talk me out of my, my darkness. And, um, yeah. Um, just to bounce things off of her and just to have deep, deeper, more meaningful relationships now from, from my divorce with, um, two of my girlfriends now has been such a blessing, which is my silver lining for my, my divorce of, you know, you know, 18 years together. And then, and such now, a long time. Such a long time and still still getting through it and having having my you um to help it's me big. through it has, you know, uh, helped me and I can't imagine I I don't imagine know where I would be without 
our friendship. And so friendship and counseling. I can hear you when I never get to see you when you say these things. I always get to hear you and I'm like, just stop it. You're fucking crying. Okay. Thanks, babe. I love you. I'm so grateful for you too. And I know I've told you this before, but I'll say it again. Um, I am so grateful for our friendship too, because all of these, like all of this adventure with your healing from this breakup and the end of your marriage, but also like reaching back out for girlfriends and support in different ways has helped me in my marriage and my own, you know, just self-awareness, self-growth, all that. I'm seriously going to cry. Um, but like, yeah, it's helped me through my stuff too. So it's yeah. been super healing for me, Jolie, like really healing. I know. And, and, and you, you, hearing you tell me that too, like it makes my heart happy that, you know, um, hearing that what I've gone through helps you too, um, to appreciate, appreciate your, your marriage and, um, and yeah. like, and deal with other situations too. Be grateful. <laughs> yeah. Be grateful um, for having good men in our lives and good partners and good friends good partners. And that moment. And like, she just these talks I've had with Jolie about like all of this over the last couple of years have been so incredibly motivating to like, Oh, Hey, I have not been in good relationships most of my life and not healthy relationships. That's like the understatement of the fucking century. Um, like <laughs> super fucking toxic relationships, abusive, unhealthy, toxic relationships have mm -hmm. been my MO. But this man that I'm married to now is just the most lovely, incredible, kind, caring, generous, just solid person. And so yeah. to like look around and to appreciate that and to be made aware of, hey, you're a pretty good girl. Maybe say thank you since I yeah. suffer from minor sexism, reverse sexism. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> I inherited it from my mother <laughs> along with so many other charming qualities <laughs> yes Ron <laughs> yes. in case you watch this I love you <laughs> thank you thanks for everything the good hair <laughs> yes um yeah, so I'm 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 definitely so oh, maybe sniffle. I'm just gonna be weird and do. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought of everything else. I did not think of tissues. Next time, I brought you tissues. tear up. Did you? You're so fucking smart, Julie. God, <laughs> oh. it's crazy to me too. So watching you like beautifully, daintily dab your eyelashes because I thought it's just so. You saw me like. Um, <laughs> I'm so sad. I love you too. I wiped it on my cheek. Um, you like? Uh, you can't mess up these eyelashes. I know you're gorgeous, girl. I love it yeah. so much. But watching you do that reminds me too that I was talking with my mom the other day, and I was like, "So if both of these incredibly beautiful women, like Julie and one of our other girlfriends," just recently or going through divorces or just finished their divorces. If both of these stunningly beautiful women who have like six packs, who go to the gym, who take like insanely good care of themselves, like look at her eyelashes. They're fucking perfect. Anyway, like if they are going through this stuff, 
it's then not, but let not it be to- known to the universe. This has literally fucking nothing to do with how you fucking look, ladies. Like this has nothing to do with the outside of you at all. Zip zero zilch. Be a hundred and fucking thousand pounds. You could be twenty pounds. Nobody gives a shit. It has no rela- no relationship to your relationship at all. Nothing. Yes. No. I- everything to do with inside right inside relationships it has everything to do with you at your core Mm -hmm. yeah and 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 definitely my divorce has um put me on the journey of um of healing my inside um mentally um you know i've always been physically you know physically fit and very motivated working out and um you know running and you're good at uh, keeping the outside outside um I thought I was doing good on the inside but um to yeah I think to be honest around you know 2000 um you know around COVID everything you know 2020 yeah 2020 yeah yeah 2020 sorry not 2000 <laughs> we're all that's cool <laughs> i'm only nice. 21 um, but you know i think that's um i i i think that's when my my marriage you know started falling apart is because i I needed to be able to talk about um, my fears and um, my my ex at the time he didn't he didn't want to hear it because he'd see that I get upset and so he didn't he didn't like me seeing me get upset um, and so mm-hmm. he stopped stopped wanting to talk about anything um, meaningful anymore. It was just superficial and so. Yeah. Um, let me rephrase. He could not handle yes, the emotional he- capacity of your relationship and where it was going because you and your soul needed growth. Needed growth, yes. It needed and- a little bit more from the situation. Mm-hmm. A lot and more, it turns out. A lot more. A lot yeah. more. Yeah. Our 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 past our past um unfortunately you know, I wanted to grow and he wanted to stay. Um, mm-hmm. and that's, and that's, um, where he was. And I needed, I needed more out of that. I needed, um, a deeper connection and he was not willing to give that. And so, um, yeah. You know, and so that's, um, the beginning of, that was the beginning of our, our, end of our relationship beginning of the end right beginning of the end and um and never have dealt with depression before I had to get on medication because I didn't have an outlet you know I didn't have my partner to to talk to and I didn't I didn't have we weren't um we were we were close but not that close at that time and so I didn't have friends to talk to you about this stuff either. Everybody that our friends that were around, they were the same. They didn't want to talk about they anything. They were at that point during their, at that point during their journeys as well, is yeah. what you mean? Like they, yeah, were, they were at that point too. They, they weren't they looking were, for like to spiritually, emotionally expand on their journeys. They're cool with the status quo. Yes. 
colon, which like colon. again you and i have talked about this like no judgment you and i have both been there too like oh, yeah. amen yeah. for like not fixing what's broken right or what yes. is not perceived to be broken at the moment yeah I, yeah and which is you know therapy <laughs> she's totally Wakes fine it just fucks it all up and shows you what's wrong yeah damn it you know it does it's it's well it gives you yeah if you figure out like oh this 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 needs work and i i'm i was wanting to do the work i was yeah i i think that that's like the important part of that is that um you know there are there are definitely moments in my life where i'm like i don't give a shit that that's broken yes i'm good yeah like i'm i'm good with that right like i'm i'm yeah i'm I'm content right now. I'm, I'm content with that. Like whatever X, Y, Z is like, I'm content with that. My, whether it was me being a smoker or a drinker, or whatever I was comfortable with at that point during my life that like now I'm no longer comfortable with here. Um, yeah. Or emotionally, if you go further than that, like what I was comfortable with having um, those surface level relationships. Lots of times that has been enough for me at that point, as long as I knew I had a few close connections. I was sort of fine having that with other people. As I get older, I, I have less filler time. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. more energy for that. Right. I'm like, Oh no, thank you. It's like, yeah. my time is valuable. <laughs> this is my- what I have time for. This is what I have fucking energy for. If you don't want to go a little deeper with me, then like, we'll just, Say hi from yeah. over here. Like we can have that. Hey girl. Relationship. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't want to waste my time with those people anymore. But I did at one point. That was totally fine at one point. Yeah, it's totally fine. I yeah, it's yeah. you know, it was it was at that chap that chapter in, in your life that is totally fine. And I'm at that chapter in my life that I I I want to be healthy and have healthier, deeper um relationships. Yeah. Um and um want people around that have goals and um and want to push you and push and push each other and um I think that that's where that's where I'm at with all of this. I think with the with the divorce that has led me into this path of of um having meaningful relationships and pushing myself discovery it's so much like and the amount of work that you have done has been so insanely um thorough like on all of these different levels i've seen you like just work on um emotional i mean mental health uh, spiritually like physically mm-hmm. all of it you've just tried you're literally doing a little I'm bit trying. of everything. everything you're trying I'm trying a little bit of everything everything that's all you can do i mean yeah and especially trying like as you try work and, yeah find your footing again like i told you after i got divorced i took up swing dancing and like i would have done i mean literally like anything that would have like snapped me into a new a new way of looking at the world, a new way of seeing things, anything new. I was like, I'm going to, I will go down this path. If it doesn't work, I'll try a different path. (laughs) I'm going to find something that fits. 
Yeah. Because I was kind of at sea and untethered. And I felt like, I mean, you are, you untether yourself literally from someone else. Mm -hmm. and so you're like looking for something to root yourself to again, to tether yourself to you're unbound, right? You've untied the knot literally like, so yeah, you're trying to find something again. And what we don't realize is even in that search of like what we're looking for out there that the search is like part of what tethers us to ourselves again. Yeah. It's like, and it's one of the sexiest thing I see with men and women walking around is people that have like, they're so they've leaned so into themselves. They're so yeah. inner, like inwardly confident um, and outwardly confident. And it's not a show. It's just, they're just, this is who I am. I'm super okay with this. They're that in a kind of inner with confidence. Yeah, they're in a line with themselves. Precisely, precisely. And that, and, and that has definitely been my journey is to be in a line with myself where I can. You go uh, like this. Your huge boobs are like eking their way out. There you go. I mean, go for it, girl. Take it all off. All right. if you want. <laughs> Whatever. Amen <laughs> for boobs. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's creeping here. Sorry, I should, should have noticed. Or I should have actually, according to the rule of Jolie, I should have just let it fucking happen. Boot it out, girl. <laughs> Don't worry, I have a sports bra. <laughs> <laughs> See, unlike Jolie, I cannot. I was like, oh, boop. Let, tell her immediately. Fuck. Oh, I did. I did. I <laughs> I did go out. Um, well, I think I told you I went out um, a few weekends ago. My 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 uh, yeah, <laughs> my my party night. I went out and I was wearing a, a wardrobe wardrobe malfunction. I'm pretty sure yes. Yeah. So I, I went to I, I went to the the minute market and um when, yeah, but when I got, I didn't notice, but then when I get, went to get out of my truck, um, where I was going, um, I had a nipple hanging out and I was like, well, how long has that fucker been out? Nobody said anything. Nobody said anything. <laughs> I mean, that's your karma. I that's know. That is. This is, this is. I'm a stranger. So I would have told a girl, like, girl. Yeah. Picture. And then I didn't think that I needed any tape that that double sided tape that night either. But but she stayed in the rest of the night. But I'm pretty but I'm pretty sure at the minute market, it, my nipple was hanging out. That's fine. I whatever. mean, I'm pretty whatever. sure you made some like twenty two year old guys just like yeah. Okay, he was just like, thank you. I've been here all day filling the slushy machine. Thank you, God. A nipple. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> He's probably so thrilled. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, let's see. What else? Is there anything else that you want to kind of talk about or touch base on while we're here? Like what else do you want to talk about? Do you have any crazy irrational fears? I was looking at like some of the best fears in the world, like the top 20 fears. I don't okay. I don't have any irrational fears. <laughs> right. Uh, well, or rational. Okay, so oh, yeah. aerophobia is the fear of heights. No, acrophobia yeah. is the fear of heights. Aerophobia is the fear of flying. So that's like the number one, like really, it's the most common fear. Okay, it's like fear of flying. And then acrophobia is the fear of heights. Claustrophobia, obviously, small spaces. None of these I, affect I, you. I I went through fire academy, so 
crawling through small places with all your equipment. Yeah. So. Yeah. That freaks me out. Being in small, the like, not being small spaces, I like start to get short of breath. I did the very first time I had to go through a building and all I like, my just equipment. started swallowing hard. I'm like, oh yeah, my God, I, I can't breathe. breathe. Just thinking about it, Julie. <laughs> I had, I, I had, I came back out of the building and, um, and, uh, the trainer at the time, um, I, I think I was his reaction to me coming out. I, 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 after that time I became the best person going through the, the small spaces after what that. What was his reaction? I, it, it was um, like, well, I was the only girl out of, you know, and I think there was like 20 plus men and I was in my early thirties and they're all, you know, 21, 26 maybe. And so um, he's like, Children. I, I, just, I just felt like though, like, oh, you're, you're a woman, like whatever. Um, yeah, this is going to happen. And so my, then it was like, okay, my goal is to, um, I'm going to conquer this and I did and I became the best at going through all those mazes you know with no can't see all your all your yeah so so yeah no small small spaces don't scare me anymore (laughs) Uh, dude so was his reaction then doubting you yes doubt he thought you couldn't do it Yes, yeah, so down. Oh, that yeah. would have fucking motivated me too. I would have been like, I fucking hate small spaces and I'm going to fucking power through this just to prove you yes. wrong, asshole. Yeah. Oh, was it like on his face or did he say something? It was just on his, it was just on his face. Yeah, I could just see like, but he was like, he was not the normal instructor that was there. So, but right. his act, but his just seeing that like, I was like, that oh, look. hell no. I hate no. that look. I know that look. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, hell no. So. No, it, I ended up, I, and I had the best time going through that academy, the fire academy. It was so hard, so physical, mentally, physically, and it was just fucking amazing. It was like one of the best, best times. You're so impressive. That's crazy to me. Um, do you think, so did, question really fast, in that circumstance in particular, did he did that guy ever validate you? No, he was he was just um, he was just like a, a an instructor on that. Um, but he that never scenario. was like, oh my god, good job. But everybody else in that class no? was amazing. All the other other instructors after they were all amazing. no, no. I'm not trying to talk shit on him. I was saying like um like, but did he ever say good job to you or anything like that? Did you ever get no? External? Because he never came back after that after that gotcha. scenario. Gotcha. But even so in that he, scenario, he didn't. Yes, yeah, yeah. because I did. I didn't do that. I didn't finish that scenario that day. But I. Mm-hmm. But after that day, yeah, yeah. yeah I, so, do you think that you're like? Because I can see it on your face even now, like that sense of accomplishment. Do oh you think God. it was like not only because? Do you think you got more of a sense of accomplishment because he doubted you? I do, and yeah. I I do, and and just to prove to myself, like it's why am I letting this scare me? Like I, I there was no, there was I didn't see a reason to, to be afraid. Right. Just so you talked yourself through it. Yes, mentally, yeah, I talked talked myself out of it. Like, but 
So yeah, no, I, that was such an amazing, um, uh, thing to go through and those all the challenges through that academy you're all guys oh my god i know <laughs> and to be the only female in there too was amazing that was yeah i mean even being the only girl in that class would have been like oh my god just because like <laughs> for me i would be like well now i fucking have to do this because I'm the only girl here and I'm not going to be a statistic. And then like the second part of me would be like, oh, they're so much younger than me. I have to do this now. Oh, and then I doubt a man in front of me. I would be like, move. I'm going to finish this so fucking fast. Get out of my way. Like, <laughs> oh. I, 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 was, I, I just, I, I loved having that challenge. Like I, I am not, I am, I, men, I will, I will always, um, try to outbeat women. I am not. I don't. You're um, a cheerleader for other yes, women. I'm a cheerleader for women. Men, I'm like, yeah. oh, hell yeah, let's do this. Get out of my way, but, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I I want to prove that I can freaking do this. Women, yeah. no. I'm like, come on, girl. We got this together. We got this. I know. Yeah. You've done that to me. That's why I know that. Uh, yes. Well, I remember rafting one really hard day with Jolie, and we were in like Hell's Gate Canyon, and we had Brittany was late as always <laughs> and we had set off way too late and our oars we were whitewater rafting and our oars had basically turned into sails and I remember my arms just being jello and I remember you being like you were not like oh my god you wimp you were like girl you got this come on and we like powered through it I've never been more exhausted than at the end of that day I remember paddling for like four hours solid like I <laughs> like at one point my raft was moving upstream <laughs> yeah that part of the river sucks <laughs> it was truly hell um and i remember being like i am going to fucking die but yeah i remember you talking me through it and i was like oh my god i, I don't know if i can continue like my arms were gonna give out like it was purely mind over matter there was no reason oh, my yeah. kinky ass arms should have carried on that trip and so nice to have that cheerleader with you, you know, like, oh, yeah, girl, we got this. No, we can do this. Yeah. And so that's really interesting to me because like one of the things that I feel has failed in some of our past relationships with men, and it's so crazy because our relationships with women are all cheerleaders. Like all of us yeah, are cheerleaders. All of us. Never would you hear any of us doubt the other person on anything that they set their mind to we're all like of course you can do that you want to open a business yeah. you do that you want to be an artist you do that you want to do yeah. this you do that you want to be a fireman you do that you want to be a correctional officer you do that whatever you want to do we got you 100 percent. and yet some of the men that we've been with have been fully doubtful of our abilities so fully. i i wonder like what thing that is inside of us that we need to face that says, I I would never treat a friend like this. I would never allow one of my girlfriends to doubt themselves. I would never like feed that doubt, that even seed of doubt for a second. So I wonder what it is that seeks out a partner that won't, that wouldn't believe in us. I know. <laughs> what do you what think it heck? is? think it's fear do you think it is like do you think it's a worthiness aspect like a w thinking that maybe we aren't good enough that we aren't 
So we seek out men that don't, don't, yeah, don't that support, us. support us. Do you think it's, it comes from an inner fear then? No. I don't know why, why we seek out those, why, why, yeah, have those, those men that don't, don't support, um, I know because I've been with those guys before. Right. I, I think at first I might have thought, okay, it's a challenge, right? Like I will prove them wrong. Just watch me go. And then they're going to yeah. be so amazed and blown away by me that they're just going to be even more in love they're with not. me than I, they were before. But no, it's because those people are never outwardly impressed. I know I've impressed those guys. I know I have. Mm-hmm. I know I've proven them wrong six ways to Sunday. Um, in every which way that they've ever doubted me, I've proven all of those people wrong, but, but, I, but I mean, I've still I, thought them out. Well, and I, right. Well, and I, I think maybe that's because, um, we're doing things that scare us, us, we're, we're going out of our comfort zone and they would they never do that. They, they're, they're comfortable where they are and they, so they don't, um, I like this. Let's shift blame on them. (laughs) Yeah. It's their inadequacies. It is though. It is their inadequacies. I agree with that actually. It is. It is. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, why, why we wouldn't seek out somebody who's incredibly supportive. But, but I, I, I didn't see Dick being that way when, at first, he was. We're going to refer way. to him as Dick, Jolie's yeah. ex, just for everybody who may listen to this. <laughs> Friends know it's, who he is, but it's super fucking appropriate on every level. <laughs> but I, we did. Dick and I did have a a really good relationship for a long time. Um, he did, but, but but one of the things that lacked, and I will talk about this since I know that you. You still foster a good relationship there. I will say that I saw him doubt you and how uncomfortable Mm -hmm. that made me feel as your cheerleader of a friend and how Mm -hmm. I often wondered because I have dated those people too. And the shock and surprise, like, well, maybe we, in the first, we sought those people out because we knew they would motivate us. Yeah. Maybe it was a blend of not being motivated and or wanting extra motivation, knowing that when they doubted us, we would go for it harder. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I told you, like my husband knows now that if I say, oh my God, let's move to Italy next week. If he says, okay, let's go. The ADHD will kick in and then I will get distracted by something else. However, if he said, no, we're not moving to Italy, we would be on a fucking plane next week. <laughs> that's who I am so like if he doubted that we could move to Italy next week I would make it my life's goal to prove him wrong yes and I love I love that he has has learned to he has he, learned that you're 80 and he's so much smarter for him to just say <laughs> Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> and let you do it. And, let and then you I go up. and then I go and say, oh my God, I've researched it and turns out it's so many like 50,000 other steps. So 
He, right, and let and I love that he lets you go down your rabbit holes, and is he so... encourages them? Yeah, now he yeah. encourages them, and he he actually appreciates them, which is the new thing about this partner, right? Is somebody who I never feel unloved by him ever. I never feel it. I I felt like. I was an obligation to ex-partners that I was somehow an embarrassment to ex-partners. I have felt not good enough in so many ways to ex-partners. And I do not feel that way in this relationship. I never feel like I'm an embarrassment, an obligation, or, uh, yeah, unworthy. He loves, he loves you and who you are and, yeah. and that. That's, that's when you lucky. get in a relationship. That's I, my next one. I want that to be love me for who I am, and yeah, that I want to. I, I want to live and explore and do new things and try new things. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, my ex um, told me that I I was um, I never finished things. He said that I I never finish things which is so fucking stupid there is literally and we have talked about this so many times like what is it that you did not finish i would really like to know yeah there's i everything that i said that i was going to finish i did so um yeah that i don't understand yeah i finished the fire academy i I got fireman she went to the fire academy she went to be a police officer or or corrections officer so she went and did that what else you wanted to be like do eyelashes so you went and did that like can we talk about three like completely and she owned a food stand like a a bento stand so like these are so completely different all of these i'm gonna do eyelashes so you okay something with beauty something in food service and then what like corrections officer fireman like these are so completely crazy different paths like just (laughs) insane like just so differently insanely different like to most people that would be so scary to do one of those changes like that's something to commend you for like the bravery to try something new let alone to like be like oh i'm gonna go get certified to do this and then right. do it. And that. Like, and what, what was it? I'm so sorry. What didn't you finish? That's insane. That's fucking stupid. So that, yeah, he never. He definitely. I, I think that's because he he. I, I I don't know what his you know true thoughts are, but I don't know that maybe it was because I he was comfortable in his position where he was, and he thought that I should just stay and one like with our food stand it made money like why yeah. would I want to do anything else well because I can we can ha- because we can have the food stand and have it run and I could still right. go try these new things right but right I like I like to be challenged and sh- do new things yeah um so well, and also think- like the the identifying of who we are right through our profession um like that is a lot of people like start only defining themselves through that. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think that one of the like key part of our girlfriends in particular is that we know that because of so many of our past jobs that these do not define us. They're just what we are doing 
to make money. Uh huh. This, this renewable resource of money, right? Like, so, like, it's just one of many things about us, but it is not who we are. Who we are. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things we do. Yeah. Which is, is really interesting because I feel like when you do start identifying yourself as, as your profession, not only do you lose sight of like the 50,000 other things that you are, but you limit yourself to that definition only. Right. So like Mm -hmm. if I'm only, um, I mean, it's even that sentence, I'm just, a. yeah. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm only, uh, I'm, no, you're not like you're, you're 50 other things like your sister, your mother, your daughter, whatever, you know, all the things that you are. So yeah, like it'd be like, so it's just puts you in such a tiny, tiny, tiny little box. Mm-hmm. Like it's so limiting. It's such a cage that you're in with that definition that you don't even get to see the outside world because that's, that's the only lens you get to see it through is food service worker like you know what I like how crazy is that or you know I'm only this I'm only going to be a fireman so I'm so sorry you only see the world through that lens like oh that's so like that's such a small little lens to see the world through whereas like if you open it up and you say I'm all of these things I'm all the things right all the things all the things like I'm all of it so if you're all of the things, then you get to see those the world through all of those lenses, and that's far less limiting and yet less things to be afraid of. Yes, less things to be afraid of. It is yeah. though, like you're, mm-hmm. you just don't have to be afraid of 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 only being seen as food service worker, as fireman, as whatever. Like that's it, right? So, yeah, incredibly intriguing. Well. Okay, so I think now's a good time to wrap it up because my throat's yeah. getting hoarse and I'm getting hungry. Me too. Start my life. <laughs> What's to eat? Let's go eat. Yeah. Um, and just to wrap it up, I wish I could go eat with Julie. She is based out of Oregon and I'm in Montana. And then I wanted to have you ask um, the viewers for any listeners or viewers, ask them a question that they can send a response to. If any of you guys want to tell us about your fears um is there any fear in particular you want to ask about like me yeah ask the viewers yeah um i just um any fear what is your uh if send in your fear what is your fear yeah we want to know we want to hear either your fears about how you face them how you're not facing them because that's always good too and we relate to that a lot there's shit we don't want to face and we're not working on right now because fuck yeah. it. We're not. And so, and life isn't always just like the work. Sometimes it's just like not. It's not, not addressing yeah. it. Yes. Sometimes it's like, no, I need a fucking break from self help from working. I'm fucking fine with being a mess over here today. <laughs> like, so you can tell us how you're not facing your fears um, and how you are facing them and what is insurmountable right now to you. And what you've just overcome. We want to hear all of those things. And you can write to the email. Fearless Jolie. F-E-A-R-L-E-S-S. Jolie. J-O-L-I-E. At gmail.com. And you can find us on YouTube. At Fearless Jolie. And if you want to support the Patreon. Which we would gladly. 
um, take welcome and thank the universe for your support. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com at Fearless Jolie. Um, and yeah, I think this was so good for a first episode. I'm super proud of you for facing your fears, Jolie. And I'm proud of me thank for facing you. this. I'm so grateful for your friendship and love. And um, thank you, everybody, for listening in. And yeah, we'll talk yeah. to you next Thanks, guys. Have a great one. Great.